Welcome to Jordan Drew, the sports crew, the 2021 to 2022 NBA midseason recap. And look at this. Jared Valeski's on with me from Journey to a Million. This is going to be a lot of fun. I, I am the host today, Drew Skyberg. And yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Jared, are you looking forward to talking some NBA? Because we've been talking a lot more NBA recently. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm really excited. I mean, it's prime NBA season right now. Playoffs coming up soon enough. All-star, all-star game just happened. So it's a good time to talk about it. For sure. And like Jared, I met, like we mentioned, look in the future, maybe us two co-hosting, you know, a potential NBA series come spring because the EWC weekly recaps, we, we, once basketball ends, I mean, there's, there's that way off, you know, between all the sports. So keep on a lookout for that. And yeah, with that, let's get right into it here. Let's talk about the Sunday night all-star game. We'll be very brief about this because as we know, the all-star game is not really popular as much in the NBA. And, you know, we can say about like every sport, you know, look at the NFL, the pro ball, they'll be all-star game with it being like kind of like right in the halfway point gets a lot, you know, being a midsummer classic um, might get a lot more attention, but yeah, let's talk about it. Jared, were you able to catch some of this game? Yeah, I saw the, uh, the end of it and like, I didn't watch the whole thing, but like I saw obviously the highlights I watched back and um, I saw key players such as Curry, you know, Giannis Mm -hmm. had a good game. I saw most of it, but I didn't watch the whole game just because like you said, it's, I mean, it's not an actual NBA game. It's 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 fun to watch. It's just like, you know, if it's on, I'll watch it. Something like that, you know. Yeah, and the the end of the game is when it gets very exciting with the Elam ending, right? And that's kind of how I that's yeah. I, that's when I watch. You know, the first time it, it's just them. It's the just them chucking up shots. You know, it, okay, right? Yeah, and there's no defense. Cool highlights. Yeah, it's just but all shots we, going up until the end. Yeah. With the Elam ending, them adding it, and for those who don't know, um. Were so you'll take the score of the winning of the team winning after the end of three quarters. And I believe they had 24, right? Not our Kobe, yep. Kobe Bryant, like yeah. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So then what happens is it, that gives you a target score. And that will then the target score was 163. Yep. So what happens is that becomes the, 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 the score. You got to hit that score to win. So that it's like back and forth. There's not following at the end of the game. So it's, We've seen this in the TBT, the, the like the throwback tournament. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of that, Jared. With um, uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, um, it's where alumni of colleges actually play against each other. Wisconsin doesn't do it; only Marquette does because they, they're just superior, they're, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Travis Diener, um, <laughs> see him in it, but yeah, hopefully, you know, Wisconsin would have a pretty pretty good team, you know, if they were to go in it. Maybe we see Decker yeah. come back. He's doing well overseas right now. But, um, yeah, it's – I like the ending. It really adds to it. But eventually Team LeBron won with LeBron going into Cleveland, hitting the game winner. Uh, he didn't really do much, um, let's say, you know, before that. In, in the start especially, he kind of had a tough tough stretch, 11 for 24. And that's not really exactly an all-star game, you know, field goal percentage you'd want considering the defense not being played, right? So – but yeah, Curry dominated 16 for 27 from three. This is some NBA 2K numbers, you could say, right? Yeah, I saw people saying that LeBron was being selfish at the end of the game because he wasn't giving it to Curry. I'm like, it's Cleveland. 
you know, he's he got them a championship, famous Cleveland. This is for you. It's like it, it fit perfectly. And that was like his shot. I think he knew he was going to try to take that the whole time. And I thought that was I mean, it was it was a tough shot. It didn't look like it was going in. But I mean, what a way to end it, you know. Exactly. Uh, Chris Middleton shot one for eight. For looking, you know, the Bucks numbers. Yep. Giannis played very well. Giannis, Giannis goes uh, gives it his all, no matter what. And that's why the All Star game is kind of weird for him because, like, you know, it's hard for him to dial it back. Fifteen for twenty one from the field, and yeah, he, he did block well. Middleton as well. That too. was funny. He, he said three... he did not know. He didn't know it was Middleton. He said he just blocked. I did yeah. a cutter. That that was interesting. Luca only had eight points. I know some people were saying he was gonna have a big game. Um, I also saw people saying that uh, Jokic, um, I think Nick Nick Wright, his name is. Um, he's like a he's on TV and stuff. Yeah, he was saying how Jokic um, was disappointing because he didn't play the whole fourth quarter. Well, the reason for that is because Jared Allen played and it was in Cleveland, so they gave him the start, like you know, played the whole fourth quarter basically. So I mean, people, I don't really look at stats as in like, oh, like they didn't show up because it is an All Star game and there's circumstances that like Middleton played like twenty plus minutes, right? Yeah. And he shot one for eight. It's like, I think they're just having fun out there. It's not really play the best people. It's just play the people that want to play, you know. And if you look at the minutes discrepancy, it's actually kind of interesting. Jimmy Butler only played nine minutes in this game, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't really, yeah, Fred Van Vliet as well. And uh, yeah, Chris Paul being an outlier. We'll talk about him when we talk Suns, but he still played in the game too, though. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure about he that. Had a, I mean, like, he had a brace on his hand. I, I know people, was, especially yeah. the Suns community, some people aren't really enthused with seeing him play in a game like this, right? Because it's a, yeah, you know, rec game. But the other day, Giannis showed up. Middleton didn't play that well. And Giannis's team won. Team LeBron, LeBron hits the game winner. And that wrapped up a fun all star weekend in Cleveland. So let's talk now when this episode airs. The second half will be starting in the NBA. So we're going to talk. All things. We'll start from the bottom to the top. We'll talk because now remember the play-in. So there's 10 teams that make the playoffs in the East and the West. We'll start right in the Western Conference here, Jared. We'll try to spend two minutes max on each team. I got my timer here ready. We're going to start from the bottom. Like I said, we'll talk Trailblazers. All right. Let me get one. Okay. Timer is up. Are you ready, Jared? I am. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Hold on, I gotta now find something that I want up. There we go. Come on, load. All right, three, two, one. Trailblazers. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I want to talk about CJ McCollum now gone. They're doing this rebuild, and look where they are. They are in the plane right now. Weird spot. It seems like they're trying to, you know, sell off a little bit this year with Dame out. Would you agree then? Because yeah, like you said earlier, like. Uh, like last episode, we're not, they're not doing a rebuild. They're kind of like, they're still in the mix of it. So like, they're not trying to tank or anything. They're getting in some talent. They still do have Lillard and now Anthony Simon stepping up. Like they're in an interesting situation here, still being in the 10 seed right now. Yeah. Anthony Simon's averaging 17 and four, four assists. And then another guy, Hersif Nurkic, he's, he's played very well for this team as well. And then we, like we learned he's out. He just got hurt. I think he's out. Um, what was it? At least a month, it said. So that's yeah. Another we'll see what they do. I mean, if they go up or down in the rankings, but I it seems like for them it only makes sense to tank. I think that would be like mm-hmm. the the move to make because with Dame out, I don't see any reason to let's say come compete for that tenth spot, right? Because 
yeah. they're going to end up playing, you know, if you can come out of the play right, you're going to play the, the Suns. I, I think that. Yeah, basically. Where they are, probably. And, like, Nasir Little, he's, he's out for the year. Uh, Dennis Smith, I believe they they let go. Or, I think or so, yeah. yeah. So, Winslow, like, they have some young pieces that they were able to get. Josh Hart, he's a great player out of Nova. I, I really am happy with who they got in that. CJ Elby. Just some solid, you know, pieces to build around, I'd say. But right now, this team is not the same without Dame. And no, they're Eric not Blood- going to. Eric Bledsoe, buy it. We still talk about member buyout candidates. I still think he's one of them with his salary where it's at. And that kind of wraps up, you know, Blazers, right? They're kind of in that 10th yeah. spot, not doing much this year. Yeah, I agree. 10th spot, they stay. Okay, next team. That was like right under two minutes. Perfect. So we want to not make this go long yeah terrible yeah exactly next team this one will be interesting we're talking we're talking the lakers oh Mm -hmm. and i this is going to be interesting because the la the lakers yeah we do talk let's go lakers so where they are right now the ninth spot 27 31 and i mean they won their last game but they are looking not ideal for where they should be because again you have lebron james on your team you have anthony davis who's dealt with injury problems and now he's out we learned right Once again yep just been concerning but lebron's playing at top tier you know you could say mvp level but there's obviously guys ahead and we'll talk awards at the end of the episode but jared what do you think about this team especially like guys like westbrook and anthony how what are your concerns with I mean, LeBron's playing great. It's just the people around him. Like, Davis can't stay healthy. Westbrook's not being able to shoot. That's why they should have made trades. I mean, they can hit the buyout market, but it's not going to improve their team that much to make them, like, contenders this year. So I would say LeBron's getting old. He's got maybe a few more years left in L.A. unless he wants out, but I doubt he'll want out. So right now this year, they're at the nine seed, and they're, they've are they been, like, I mean, they haven't been good when LeBron's playing. It's just been up and down. So, I mean, 27-31, you said? I told you 2731. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, I mean, I don't see them doing anything this year. I just don't like watching them. They're not fun to watch. I don't like talking about them. I just, I don't know. I just don't like the Lakers this year. One, one guy I do like on the, there's a couple of guys. Malik Monk has stepped a resurgence. I'd say in Los Angeles, he's played very well for the Lakers. He's been the kind of guy step up Westbrook. He's had his moments. Um, and that's, that's how it's been. I mean, this last year, uh, what else? You know, looking looking down up and down the roster. There's just been so many questions. Bradley's played like they have solid, you know, role players who've stepped up, but it's just yeah, it's not all there. Uh, and like like Jared said, it's old. Like a lot, their player their roster is one of the oldest in the league. It, it's just sometimes hard to watch with this Laker team. So yeah, I, I don't like, know how many more years they can continue doing this for yeah. the second half. I think they slide in the playoffs, but I don't know. How they from because against the juggernaut, they're not going to be able to hang in there with all the injury problems. And yeah. if everyone gets healthy, though, I still think they could maybe make a run to the semis because, like, look, you got to look at the they still have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, right? So, and when LeBron gets to the playoffs, like, he's a different beast, you know, like he could yeah. turn it up a notch. So, don't rule him out yet, but like, not looking good right now. They, yeah, they certainly could be on the ups for sure. Uh, one team that it's interesting. The Clippers are ahead right now of the Lakers at the number eight spot. So with the play in rules, right? Seven plays, 10, eight plays, nine. Yes. Wait, no, no, no. Eight plays, eight plays, seven plays, eight loser plays the winner of nine versus 10. 
Yep. Thank you. And when are that's that how it changed. I, I, yep. Cause then you have to play. Yeah. So it'd be, there's a potential though for the Clippers and Lakers going at it to play. Yeah. And the Clippers, Clippers without Kawhi and Paul George right now, right? Yeah. Paul George it's been interesting. Lose. And plus they made those trades. Yeah. So now with Norman Powell and Robert Covington, a Zubak, he's, he's played well for the Clippers, which was their Who's their backup played. center right now? Backup center. Oh, because they don't have a Baca. I am. Yeah, because they, they did deal him. That's. I'll, let me check into the roster here because the Clippers have been an interesting story with yeah. how they've really performed as of late without. Surprise, they're still, I mean, in the mix with, I mean, Luke Kennards has stepped up, uh, Reggie Jackson. There you go. Yeah. Mir Coffee. Amir Coffee. Yeah. What a, what a fun last name. I was betting on him for sleeper for some picks earlier in the year. Oh, it's yeah, it's it's Hardenstein, right? The Hardenstein from Isaiah, yeah, from Houston, and now he's with them. Terrence Mann, throw out another name. Uh, Kawhi, yeah, yeah, he's been out, like you mentioned, Paul George. Mm -hmm. It's been interesting. They got Sammy Ojale now. Hey, that's right, uh, and Rodney Hood, right? Used to be PJ Tucker. Yeah, I think Rodney Hood's there too. Yeah, they do. Which he's they're not going to do much with that team. Solid pieces with Robert Covington and um, and those guys. I think this is, you know, that was a great trade for them. Norman Powell, like they, they have all these solid guys, like solid role players around. That when Paul George and Kawhi Leonard come back, I think they'll be they'll be a juggernaut if they can keep those people to stay. We have to realize this team was in the, the uh, Western Conference Finals last year, and they were up against the Suns. I'm pretty sure. And then they were they up? I don't know if they were up, but they were in. They were going at it against the Suns and the close Suns beat them. So. Yeah, they were up there. So, I mean, if they get healthy, watch out for them. Exactly. I, I think that's how you put it. Because same with the Lakers, you know, if they can have everyone out, like, these teams still have – if you look at the roster up and down, it's still a championship-caliber roster. Like this, They could win, but it just depends yeah. on, you know, health right now. That's been an issue for both those squads. All right, I mean, Kawhi, uh, Kawhi is a champion, same as, like, Lakers. Like, they have a lot of champions on their team, so, I mean – they got the potential there. So last play in spot right now, or the I mean the top seeded play in spot right now is the Timberwolves. Here we go. They finally are sneaking in. And this this seems long overdue, right? For the the Minnesota Timberwolves, which like everything's just coming together. Um Anthony Edwards is a guy, you know, sophomore year right now, playing like playing like a number one overall pick. And some people weren't sure, you know, if he was the right choice at the time out of Georgia, but he stepped up. Patrick Beverly's look look pretty good. Jared Vanderbilt, talk about you know a guy who's kind of came out of not a lot of people were talking about him at the start of the year, and he's kind of just came on as like their starter, you know, their four. So, what have you seen yeah. from this T Wolf squad? I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, three point shooter, you know, three point champ, a contest champion. I mean, yeah, they got Carl Anthony Towns, um, even McDaniel's. He's been. I mean, you've watched him in the Rising, Rising Star games. It kind of game, it kind of like spoke for itself. He was hitting his shots. I mean, young talent they have with Edwards, like you said, and Vanderbilt. Like they have a good team, and uh, it's nice to see them finally get up here because Carl Anthony Towns. He has gone through a lot, as we all know, with his his mom. Yeah, he's gone through a lot, and it's nice to see him finally get you know some on a good team. Like they've been great this year, and now they're at the seventh seed, so good for them. You know what's impressive, Jared here? Everyone's under 30 except one guy. Patrick That's Patrick Beverly. Beverly. Yep, 33. Yeah. Wow. wow. So talk about I think he just squad. got an extension too, didn't he? He did. 
And yeah. yeah, so that requires you to talk in a little bit of Jordy Demelling here. A little preview yeah. for I don't know Friday, but um, <laughs> I took him because right, right after he got the extension, I took his over and he hit because I was like, hold on, he got <laughs> he got his money. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, so it worked out. But this team is you know up and coming. They're they're the future, and I this obviously I don't think it's their year yet. I think you know it's going to be a couple of years until we see them hit their their full potential before these guys develop. So. Yeah, and also Carl uh, Anthony Towns YouTube. Watch him; he's a nice guy. He's funny. I mean, he reacts to a lot of content, his own highlights too. So, he's just a nice guy. Yeah, we'll talk next team here. This is a little surprise for many. The Denver Nuggets. They are the sixth seed with probably you know, right now he's the MVP of the Western Conference. Uh, oh I mean, yeah, I, I can say that. I know yeah. we can't go into maybe say he's the MVP of the league because there's two other guys right now who are around in that conversation, but let, let's talk the nuggets 33 and 25. Like I said, Boogie cousins got assigned for the rest of the year. That's some recent news. And of course they're highlighted by Nikola Jokic. And then of course, Marcus Howard out of Marquette, right? That's their <laughs> garbage minutes. Howard. Their, yeah. Their star. But yeah, Jamal Murray being out, and they've still hung in there. Michael Porter Jr. Michael being Porter out, Jr. Yep. He, which rumor has it he might be back for the playoffs. Really, I didn't hear that. Rumor does have that, so that'd be pretty cool, right? For it would be. I mean, MPJ coming. They can make a run. They can make a run. If I mean, they got Jokic, like you said, top three MVP candidate right now, clear in the West right now. I mean, they got Embiid and Giannis, but. Yeah, I mean, him is Murray coming back? I don't think he's back this year. I, I think he's out the rest of the year. Right. Yeah. yeah. But they have solid, you know, Monte Morris has stepped up and then also they just have solid veterans around. And that's, that's what champion champions have. Right. With Aaron yeah, Gordon, I mean, Jermichael Green, Jeff Green, and then DeMarcus Cousins. And I'll throw Will Barton in there. He's been a solid starter for them. So keep a, keep an eye out for the Nuggets. They could, they could upset maybe the three seed if they yeah. are six and three go at it. They could definitely. I mean, Morris saying he just had a game winner before the All Star breaks. I mean, they might have some momentum against the Warriors. In. Yeah, they, the they, Warriors. they made a statement yeah. win against the the forty two yeah. and seventeen Warriors. So Nuggets are on our you know their lookout. Their team that could make a little run there too. And then of course the number five team here, the thirty five and twenty four Dallas Mavericks. And the story of this team right now is you know Porzingis traded and then. Look at how Luka Doncic has been playing. Uh, he's played yeah. phenomenal. And I know, I know Porzingis has been out, so like that didn't really matter. He's still out right now. He is unstoppable is a word you could use. And Mark Cuban even used that word to describe him. And, wow, he's played phenomenal. And then Jalen Brunson, another guy out of Nova who's played well. I just got to throw those guys out who have been. Reggie Bullock, he's been. Maxi Kleber, he's played <laughs> he's played well if you're looking because he's he right he kind of took that spot when we saw Porzingis get traded and then Dorian Finney Smith. So what what have you seen out of the Mavericks so far? Yeah, I mean, and they just got uh Dinwiddie and they got yep. uh Bertons, right? They both they got both Bertons, of them. Yeah, so they've gotten better. Yeah, so I mean they're looking good right now. I mean they did give up give up Porzingis, but he's been hurt. So like the five seed you said? You said five? Yeah, I did say five, 35, 24. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, they're fun to watch. Luca's a young player still. So, like, he's really young. So, I mean, he's been impressive 22 this young. year. 22. That's younger than I thought. He's been – they've been really good. I mean, see if they can do what they did. Like, I mean, they've made the playoffs the last few years. They've been good in the playoffs. So, 
we'll see. They're still young. Like you said, they got um, Finney Smith. Tim Hardaway is on that team too, right? Isn't Tim he? Hardaway so, Jr., yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they got some young talent. They can make a run. For sure. Uh, Luca, 28 points, 9 assists, and he's averaging like 35, like 9 and 9 or something, like in the last oh. five games. So, he's – yeah. He's trending up, and the, the team's played played well as of late. Looking, they've won. What was that? That's six of their last seven. So they're looking good, and they lost the back to back, and against the same team, and those are hard to win. So I, I like the yeah. Mavericks making a run. I saw people are like Luca MVP pushed right now in the second half, which is certainly in the realm of possibilities with how he's played. So gotta look, look up that for that. Far. I won't go that far. Yeah, but, I, I know I mean, he's got a leap to make, but if you if he averages yeah. thirty five, ten and ten for the second half, he, he oh, would. Yeah. But yeah. it's just the possibility; it's not really likely. Mm-hmm. All right, the last team under forty wins that's in the playoffs is the Utah Jazz, sitting at thirty six and twenty two. And yeah, the the Utah Jazz we saw Donovan Mitchell out for a little bit with that concussion, I believe it was, and then also. Um, Rudy Gobert, you know, now he they're all back. So, Jared, you want to start Utah Jazz? What have your reactions been? They made some trades. Let's I mean, hear. last year, I think they ended this as the two seed. I think they were. Um, I think they're the one seed. I don't know. Aren't they? Were they the one seed? Were the Suns the two? I can look. Maybe they yeah, were the yeah, one seed. Yeah, I think they were, but keep talking. Yeah, because they lost to the Clippers, who were the four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I I don't really have many much to say about the Jazz. I, yeah. Gobert is a good, good, great player. I mean, defensive player of the year candidate again. Um, Donovan Mitchell, once again. I mean, just they're the same team as I've always seen them, and there's nothing really new I see about them. They got Royce O'Neal and Mike Conley. Like they got good talent. It's just they're a good team. Nothing really special to say really about them them picking up alexander walker um from the pelicans that was a move that really sparked my interest i they just have solid you know clarkson conley like you said same same guys um but yeah i think this team is solid too and i just we'll see if they get over the hump because if they don't there is a chance i think they move on from quinn snyder uh might be crazy but if you look they haven't they haven't made that leap and bound that people think yeah they could since they lost to the Nuggets on uh, Mike Conley's missed three in the bubble, that was like their, the farthest they've gotten, I think. Um, I don't know if it was like their best chance to win, but yeah, I mean, they haven't gotten over that hump since before then. So it could happen, definitely. Some questions with the Jazz, but yeah, they're sitting well at the four right now. Number three, the Memphis Grizzlies at 41 and 19. They're a 41 team at the All Star break. That's impressive. And the reason why, you know, John Morant is the guy everyone looks at, and rightfully so. Uh, this team's been incredible right now, and power rankings-wise, people are putting them in top three in, in the whole NBA, and rightfully so. Jaw's kind of been that that the guy in the team, 27 points, seven assists, and then he's shooting almost just a, a quarter, 0.5% under 50% at 49.5. Wow, so he's almost shooting 50% with averaging – the whopping 27 points a game. But, you know, they have solid guys around him. Uh, this isn't the same Zach Randolph, Mike Conley squad we saw years ago. And now we're seeing Desmond Bain, Kyle Anderson, Jaron Jackson, you know, those guys, D'Anthony Melton, 
Uh, it's been these younger guys, Zaire Williams. What what have you yeah. seen, Jared, out of the Grizzlies? And you think they have what it takes to make maybe that run? Are they a little early right now? Well, like you said, they're young. They're a really young team. And they got, like, um, Desmond Bain, who's still really young. John Morant's still on his, like, what is he, third-year player right now? Um, he is. Probably, yeah. Third-year, yeah. He, he did take care of Marquette by himself. Yeah, <laughs> on Murray State. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're, I, I don't think that they're – like, they're a great team. I don't think they have the experience right now to beat a team like Phoenix or even Golden State. Um, so I would say, like, people are saying, like, they're top team right now. But, like, I don't know. I think they're a, a year or two away. I think if they make the same run next year, then uh, we could start worrying about them. But, like, I need to see it first, like, see it happen in the playoffs first before I can say anything about them. So they might be a year away or so. Steven Adams is one of the oldest players on the team at 28, 20. It's the highest, you know, oldest person on that team by age. This is, I believe the youngest team in the NBA, if I'm not mistaken, I think so. One of them. Uh, And rightfully, like if you look down the line, everyone's young and they have years to grow. And I don't think like Jared said, I don't think this is their year yet. Like looking at powerhouses like Phoenix and then golden state, but Hey, I think, they could maybe make a little run. They could they could certainly make some noise, but I, I don't see them going into the NBA Finals. But with John Moran, anything's possible. Uh, they they certainly could, and we'll have to wait and see. But let's start now with the two number two team in the Western Conference, the forty two and seventeen Golden State Warriors, and this is kind of what we expected. Um, I think you know rebounding with like Clay Thompson coming back, and then we saw. Andrew Wiggins, look, all-star starter. Um, he's played he's played well this year. Um, there, there's a lot of guys. Uh, Jordan Poole's played solid. He's coming off the bench even sometimes. He's getting the, the bench minutes. Um, yeah, it, it's just it's been it's been looking looking really well right now for the Warriors, even with Draymond out. Yeah. Um Draymond Clay and Steph haven't played a single game since the finals that they were in. Um because Clay got hurt for that year, and now Draymond's still out. So, like, this team is the two-seed right now, and they could catch the one-seed, the Suns, with Chris Paul out and now Draymond coming coming back. Um, that would be a solid lineup. They got Curry, Thompson, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins. Looney's played Looney. well, too. He's played. Yeah, and Wiseman's still out. I don't know if they, if he would start over Looney at this point. But, like, yeah, Jordan Poole then off the bench. I mean, they have a solid rotation. Um, even with, like, Toscano Anderson, they have, like, some depth. I mean, they're a He's scary team. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> dunk contest finalist. I mean, they're a scary team. They can make that one seed run um, if they really get their act together, start winning more games when Draymond comes back. I mean, there's a lot that can go on yet, but it definitely definitely helps with Chris Paul being hurt. So they could make a run. Yeah, this is like talk contenders. They're certainly in the thick of it. You can't rule out the Warriors. They've been solid this whole year. And then let's talk top team in the West, the Phoenix Suns, 48 and 10 right now. Unreal. And this is incredible. They've won 18 of their 19 like, games, but they have a little problem right now. Chris Paul out six to eight weeks. He was right now considered top five MVP candidate, and rightfully so. It's looking interesting because he's going to be out. Cameron Payne is going to be a guy people think they're going to rely on a lot, and that might be the case Aaron Holiday is another one. Drew Holiday's younger brother. They might we might see him play more, but wow, this you know, I think we'll see Devin Booker. His usage rate is gonna go through the roof. 
but this team is yeah. just they they lit a fire under them after you know losing the finals to the Bucks. There's a fire lit, and they are destroying the regular season right now. Forty eight and ten. This is what we saw the Bucks do in those years, you know, dynasty years. So yeah, I I think that they're uh, heavy favorites right now to win the East or to the, win the West. Um, I see teams still putting like the Warriors up there ahead of them, or even like some teams like Nuggets. Some like I don't I don't see that like. The Suns are a great team, and they'd scare me as a Bucks fan. Like, if we do meet again in the finals, I would be scared to play them. Like, they've lost 10 games all year. And uh, now Chris Paul is out. So if a team is going to catch them, it would be – this would be the time to make that run. But um, Torrey Craig just came back. He could be a, a nice backup. Um, they did get rid of Jalen Smith, so they got uh, Aiton, obviously, as their center. Um, Biombo as well. Biombo, yeah, as a backup. I like, I like Michael Bridges as well. I think yeah, he's, a solid... he's been also he's been if you are betting on sleeper, he's been a solid pick. Like take his points over every time. It's always like I, either of the bridges. Mile, yes, you know, I yes. I'll I'll take them both. They have both been great this year. Mm-hmm. Um like playing overall. Cameron Johnson's still, you know, a solid guy off the bench. He was he was annoying in the finals if we talk Dunked about on PJ Tucker. Yeah. Him and yeah, Cameron Payne for sure, but uh, Jay Crowder, you know, it's just this is just a solid team built up top to bottom. Uh, Frank Kaminsky, Jared's favorite Wisconsin native. Yeah, I, I had well, if I say Jay Crowder for Marquette, I gotta throw yeah, some Wisconsin gotta. in here. I can't just be all Marquette in this episode. So, yeah, Phoenix Suns are my favorite right now out of the West because they've just looked they've looked phenomenal. We watched them play the Bucks. I know it was in Phoenix, the long road trip for the Bucs. I'm not saying that game means anything really in the grand scheme of things for the Bucs because it doesn't, but they look great. So you want to move to the East now? Talking 10, going from 10 to 1. Here we go. The Charlotte Hornets are 29 and 31. That's kind of shocking maybe for considering how, I mean, look at that roster, how they've played, and they, they're just a solid, you know, they have a solid roster top to bottom with kind of like, starting with Lamelo ball and then you know the other bridges miles bridges and jared just you start what have you seen from the hornets and you know how do you think they can kind of make that push to kind of solidify their spot in the playoffs because this is a better team than 29 31 i think yeah i agree with that i mean they got Lamelo, who's still i mean young team again um but then they got like gordon hayward um like you said bridges has been good all year so i see i mean this team should be a lot better than they are right now. I agree with that. Um, they or should here. not be under 500. Yep. They got a lot of good talent on that team. Oubre off the bench. He's been, is he, he's off the bench, right? He's not starting. He, he, he starts some games, him and Washington kind of, you know. Yeah. Washington. Okay. He's been, I mean, Plumlee now that now they got Montres Harrell too, who's been getting a lot of minutes off the bench. Um, he yeah. might even start over Plumlee now. So, I mean, that team, they are a lot better than what the record shows and they haven't been playing the best ball, but get it ball, Lonzo ball or Lamella ball. Yeah. But um, yeah, they could make a push to at least the play and they're in the play in now, but I mean, they could get in that top, top six and avoid it if they make a big run. Yeah. They could be our sleeper. No pun intended. <laughs> Go join our sleeper, our sleeper squad. But Hey, um, number nine, you know, the Eastern conference final finalists, Atlanta Hawks, they've kind of, they've taken a step back. You could say after what happened last year, uh, Look, Coach Nate McMillan's squad—they haven't really done what they what they were expected to. Do, I think coming out of what happened last year, you know, them coming in and taking the Bucks to six games—that was impressive. And 
Jared, what, what do you, you start here with the Hawks? What, what have you seen? I think it's funny. I don't like Trey Young. I don't know how many people that do like him, but he was saying earlier in the year that like the regular season is, season is boring and that like he's just so used to the playoffs now and it's just like he doesn't have to try in the regular season, stuff like that. Well, they're the nine seed right now and we could potentially see like uh, um, I think Raptors are seven. We'll get into them, but like it, it could be like a Raptors, Nets, Hawks and um, Hornets play in game and one of those two of those teams aren't making it. So, I mean, we could definitely see the Hawks get eliminated before not even make the playoffs after Trey saying, like, <laughs> it's boring to play in the regular season. So, I think that's just hilarious that they're not even, like, a locked playoff team right now. Yeah, it's this. It's basically, I'd say, the same squad from last year if we look, right? Trey, mm-hmm. Trey Young, you know, and John Collins kind of being those guys. Clint Capella, it's t- it seems like he's taking a step back this year. Hasn't really played well. But then Onyeko Okongwu has been kind of that guy who stepped up for, for them out of USC. And I, I don't know. This, Lou Williams, he's been out, I believe. Um, not sure, though, with him. He's but, old. Uh, yeah, Kevin Herter and DeAndre Hunter, those guys. And Danilo Gallinari just mentioning them. And, of course, Bogdan. But it's been interesting for them. It's been, I'd say, both those squads, both disappointing right now for them even being the play-in. You know, it, it shouldn't be like that. They should be probably up there in the standings, but a lot of these teams like above them have really improved their game. So it might make sense in the long run, but let's move on here. Here's a shocker. Number eight, the Brooklyn Nets, 31 and 28. People would be shocked if they would have heard that at the start of the year, that they would be the eighth seed. They would be in the play-in tournament. And yeah, it doesn't help with Kyrie not being able to play in home games. Durant's been out. James Harden, I was traded. So there's, it's been interesting with that, but this is still the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. And I don't know how it's going to work. We talked about this in our last episode, Ben Simmons and Andre Drummond together. I, I'm questioning a lot of things for this Nets team. Jared, how do you feel? Yeah. Um, I still saw uh, Max Keller, Kellerman say KD is still like his final favorite for like finals MVP. So people aren't ruling him out yet. But Kyrie Irving is only going to play eight games the rest of the year. He's That's all he can play. That's the only away games they have. And then Kevin Durant, when he comes back from his injury, right now they have, like, no one. I mean, Ben Simmons is not ready yet. He's not making his debut right away. So, like, you look at some of their games, like, to end the all, like, before the All-Star break, and they were starting, like, Patty Mills. I mean, they had, like, like he was, like, their best player. I mean, Seth Curry now. They have some. I like, do like the Drogic. Drogic pickup yeah, was nice. That was that was good. Yeah, they had to get rid of Javon Carter, who the Bucks ended up getting. But they, they're making some. I mean, that was a good acquisition. But right now, they don't have any other stars. And they're not starting. Like, their starting lineup is, like, it's scary. It's not good at all. So, I mean, the eight seed is, like, you look at that roster that they have now, and you're like, yeah, that should be, like, an eight seed. We have to remember they have Kyrie Irving, they have Kevin Durant, who is one of the best players in the league. So I mean, it's it's crazy that they're that low, but I mean that's just where they are right now. Yeah, I like to compare them right now with the Lakers. You know, if they get everyone healthy and all together, this this is a championship caliber team. So just depends on what what team we get, you know, each night in and out. So Nets, I'd be on the lookout for. I I their spot right now, okay, it's fine, but we'll see them in the playoffs and we'll see what happens when when they get there. So. Now number seven spot, the Raptors at 32 and 25. I I like this Raptors squad. I like them from top to bottom. That starting five is very good. 
Um, and I'm just a fan of, you know, look at how Siakam's played. He's played great. All-star snub. Fred, Fred Van Vliet, he's played awesome. He has been a guy, and he's just been an absolute baller. Uh, talk about, like, Gary Trent Jr. Like, talk about that run he had for scoring 30-plus, Jared. Well, that was insane. It's yeah. Just great. Yeah. Even, like, Precious, Precious Achua, um, he's been a rising star, as shown in that game, too. Um, it's just funny. I don't, I, I don't like this Raptors team. Like they scare me like um, Siakam and Bobby Portis going at it. Like always, you know, like I don't yeah. think the Bucks have beaten them like once this year. They're like, Oh, and three or one and four. Maybe they have won like one game, but like, it's scary. Like they've made a comeback last year. They were 12 seed or like 13 seed. Maybe. I mean, they haven't been relevant since Lowry left and now they're coming back and it's like, I'm scared to play them. Like, to be honest, if I'm a Bucks fan, I don't want to match up against them. They're, they beat us a few years ago and they could do it again, I think. Yeah. Ananobi, um, if you look, Trent Van Vliet, mm-hmm. and then, like, yeah, like Chris Boucher's solid off the bat. Scotty Barnes, that's the guy I want to mention. Thank you for bringing yeah. him up again. Uh, I, rookie of the year. Talk about a great pick for this team. He's played awesome, except when he can't make that the wide open layup. I'm sure you've seen that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> missed like five. Was it five of them, I think? Four. I think he missed four, four. of the max. He missed two, but. Two. This is looking this is looking good. Like Jared said, this is a scary Raptors team. Uh yeah. They might be a little, you know, I, I don't want to say they're a little young because they still have Van Vliet, who's a solid, but he is the finals experience, right? And even like Siakam, they're both 27 only. So this team still got years that that he's young. They picked him up. That was a good move. Get that solid vet. But yeah, yeah. this this it's looking good for the Raptors, even though where they are being at seven, still liking them. Number six. The Boston Celtics, 34 and 26. Not much um, separation here. Now, the next few teams will read 38 wins is 30, 38 and 21 is the top spot. And then 34 wins here are the Celtics. So, like, this is this is all close. Anyone, we could even see the Celtics slip into that one spot. It, it, anything can happen. So, especially with the way they're playing right now, too, might I add. They're one that's of the hottest I, teams in the league. So. I bring that up. Look what they – they go into Philly. James Harden rings the bell, <laughs> and they don't care. Um, they won by – what was it, 50 plus – 50 maybe? 40-something, yeah. 40, yeah, it was, it, was, it was almost 50. They've been hot. Yeah. Like, they came yeah. into the break. You know, they're not, not wanting a break, right? They've been playing so well. You know, the break almost hurts them because Tatum and Brown, they've, you know, picked it up. I we talked about that Derek White move. I love it. I still do. Sam Hauser yeah, got a guaranteed contract for the rest of the year. <laughs> talk about exciting stuff. It's it's been fun. Derek, yeah, talk Derek White. He's kind of stepped in that starting spot. We might see him and Marcus Smart. Maybe Marcus Smart comes off the bench. White, like they both get starter minutes though. So that's I like how they've been doing it. Peyton Pritchard, talk about that guy. He stepped up when he needs to. Tice coming back. You like that move? I love that move. Al Horford. He returns um, older, but hey, he's the solid vet they have around. They still got Robert Williams too. I mean, yeah, there you go. They've a lot of. They're just like the Raptors to me as a Bucks fan. Obviously, they beat us. You know, it's it's just I'm scared of them. Like once again, they're they're a good team. Tatum has his games where he drops 40, 50 points. Um, they got Jalen Brown that one two punch. Even with uh, Derek White now, who might I think he should start over Marcus Smart. But same here. They got to make some decisions there. Al Horford, uh, Williams, they got a solid lineup, and I they could make a run as hot as they are right now going into the second half. They could they could jump up, you know, a few spots. 
looking at ESPN's basketball power index, I know this isn't like, you know, it, it kind of compiles a number and try to spits out top teams. <laughs> and Boston's number one right now. If you look mm-hmm. at their, and it's by a wide margin by 1.4. I think I saw something that was like finals favorites right now. And like the, the Celtics were two on that list. Yeah. They were like way up there. They played so know. well that they are like put it in comparison. Phoenix is six, Milwaukee seven. I'm not saying this means everything like this. This is, um, you know, it it goes game by game efficiency, strength of schedule, yeah. pace, days. It, it, it puts in all this stuff. It, it's not exactly something, you know, it's nice to look at if it helps your cause, and it's something that doesn't yeah. really make any sense if it if it hurts your cause. Like Phoenix being six is a joke, um, but <laughs> hey, it's okay. Right. Boston's looking looking on the way up. Number five, the Milwaukee Bucks, our team. So, two minutes. Who cares about the time here? Because Milwaukee <laughs> Bucks, we got to talk about. They are our squad. First half looking in. They've played after an abysmal January. They played a lot better. I know they they dropped or two of the three games they played in the week before the All-Star break, but I still like this team. My, they're my favorites out of the East. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, okay, I mean, like, they've been the same team as last year. They got – now they got Ibaka. It's just – if they would have beaten the 76ers, I think they'd be the three seed right now, like a game back from the, the one seed, but now they're like two and a half games back, I think. Is it two or – I think it's two and a half. Um as the five seed, they yeah two and a half, yeah. They're a good team. I mean, obviously they're a good team. They just won the whole thing last year, and I still see them as clear my not clear favorites, but like I still see them. I don't think any team is going to beat them. Maybe that's just me being a biased Bucks fan, but like I can't see a team beating them in the seven game series. No, with the depth that they have, and it's been weird because you know the, what hurts is Connaughton's been out. We'll have him back for the playoffs. So then we've seen guys. We've seen guys like in games that past week. That's why I throw the three games out of the window before the All-Star break. We saw Lindell Wigginton get like 20, 30 minutes, uh, <laughs> which is like, and he played well in the Pacer game. But yeah, other than that, he didn't really play well last week. And that's why that you, you pick up DeAndre Bembry. That's going to be a nice, nice add on for this Devon team. Carter. Devon, yeah. Him as well. Um, yeah. Drew Holiday's played great. He got snubbed in the All-Star game almost, but against Siaka missed it. So I can't complain. Um, I think if there was one more spot that would have freed up, it would have went to Siakam or Holiday. It would have yeah. been like it would have been Siakam and then I think two. Holiday. Yeah, but, I think so. Because then it would put the Raptors at two players. But Brooke Lopez mm-hmm. coming back when he comes back, it's going to be like a trade deadline acquisition. That's going to be big for this Buck squad. It really is because Portis gets come off the bench. Then bench scoring's been the main weakness, I could say, for this Bucks team. Like overall bench production. And yeah, because right now we have Ibaka as our backup. So I mean, if when when if Brook Lopez comes back, I mean, I don't know when he's gonna, but I'm sure he'll be back sometime this year. Then we'll have Portis as our backup, and then Ibaka's right there to you know yep, follow him up. So I know Mama Kelly hasn't gotten a lot of time, but like it's <laughs> gonna be like gone when we see Lopez come back. It's not gonna be there. Greg Monroe, he might get waived, maybe. I think he will. And yeah, I, I, I don't know if he'll wave back, but maybe we'll, we'll see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, um, Bucks, they play on ABC against the Nets February 26th. That should be a fun game. So, this Saturday, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. I, I think the Bucks, they're gonna win the central. They're two and a half back right now of Chicago, but we'll talk about Chicago. They can't beat good teams. And so, um, number four, though, we'll stick in the central. This is the best the central's been in years now. The Cleveland Cavaliers, they're ahead of the Bucks right now. 35 and 23, not by much, by 
0.003% percentage points. So it's very, you know, small, but Hey, they are right, right in the thick of it. And they played well. Their coach is a JP or Bickerstaff. He is coach of the year right now. If we look at it, I I will defend my case for that, but (laughs) they play, you know, Look, just look what they did all star weekend in the rising stars or the skills competition. Cool. Just yeah. with Mobley, Mobley could be rookie of the year. Him and Barnes are kind of the two going at it. Garland's played well. You make a case for him, you know, most these guys most improved. There's just that team's look great. Um, and they're overall. without Sexton, too. I mean, yeah. they have some talk about players it. All. Yeah, it's just like I didn't think this team was going to be anything when like the Bucks finally played them, then the Bucks ended up losing that game, and I'm like. Okay, and maybe they have something here. So I was like, okay, they they got uh, Garland, who's been amazing this year. Uh, Jared Allen. I mean, yes, he's look. He's, you he's take averaging. him out of Brooklyn, and yeah. look how he's kind of uh, morphed into this top guy. Literally yeah. all star too. Now, it's yeah, like... and he rightfully so. I, I know. I, I take Siakam over him, but I, mm-hmm. it's with it being Cleveland, Kevin Love, sixth man of the year too. You know, like. Like yeah. he's a candidate. All the, the all these guys are candidates for these awards. I'm not saying they're gonna win all win all these awards, but they're I think they're in top three right now for top five even. Yeah, they played very well. Um, Karis Levert picking him up that was a good move. Um, it's just it's looking good. Isaac Okoro's been a solid defender. You know, a two guy they can use. I'm gonna say the same the same case as the Grizzlies in the West. I think they're still a few years away. I don't see them as like full contenders yet. I think they're just like a regular season kind of team right now, but they don't have experience I'm with you. really. I mean no I'm they got Kevin Love, but like that's that's about all the experience they really have. So it's like I don't see them as being contenders yet, but they're a good team this year so far. Yeah, you're spot on with that. Philadelphia 76ers will talk 35 and 23. James Harden with them now. This was this team it's getting interesting right now in Philly. Uh looking at, at it. Joel Embiid right now is the MVP of the National Basketball Association, and he's played well. Now, pair him with James Harden. I want to see how that works. I think it'll work well. Look at how hard his assist numbers and just how how old a player he is. It should be just fine. Tyrese Maxey's played well. Um, I I want to see Thibel. I mean, that's a guy who we see start and play great defense. Nothing really, no scoring output, and we haven't really seen that yet from him. So that's a question, of course. Korkmaz. See him out the bat. He's a scorer. Tobias Harris. He is the definition of a scorer. And yeah, they got they got three weapons there. I mean, Embiid and Harden are going to be a pick and roll offense, but then they got Tobias Harris there too. So it's I've seen a lot of people say they're the favorites to win the East. I still have the Bucks, but I mean they're a great team. And with Tybal, I mean back in, into the bubble, um, he had that uh, YouTube series. I don't know if you watched it inside the bubble where he had like. Of a vlog every day of the bubble, and I watched like every episode. He's he was a good guy. I mean, just a respectable player. So I I, I like him. But the 76ers, like they they're looking good and going like forward with James Harden now. I mean, all they did is upgrade their team because Ben Simmons wasn't playing. So now they got a three headed monster there, and they're a scary team. So I could see them being a top team in the West yeah. and the East. You're spot on. I, I'll I go right with what you said. For that, because I right now my Eastern Conference Finals is, I think it's 76ers Bucks, and maybe I'd say that Bucks too. and 76ers have to meet earlier. Then I might go, you know, that's yeah, yeah, might might go with that because I, you know, 
talk about pretenders. I think the Chicago Bulls are a pretender, and I will give my reason why. I don't have the exact numbers up. I wish I did. My apologies. But, like, they haven't really beat top teams yet. The record against teams that are in the playoffs right now is is bad, very bad. I I don't – because it's changed since – because they played – you know, they played some teams that are just being the play like right now, the T Wolves they played recently. So like the stats a little outdated, but just going down their last few, you know, losses. Suns, they lost it. Seventy Sixers, they lost it. Raptors. Spurs is a an outlier there, but like Bucks, they lost to Grizzlies, Celtics, Warriors, Nets. I don't even need the stat. I, it's just like and their wins are against Pistons, you know, um, Pacers. Like it's Kings. And it wasn't a blowout win, too. Like they had the uh... DeRozan had to have like back-to-back buzzer beaters against uh, yes. the Pacers and I think it was Trailblazers, was it? Maybe, I don't know. But like they've been beating, it's not like they're blowing out bad teams either. So, I mean, they have a good team, best team they've had in years, obviously, with Busevic. Now they got DeRozan, still Levine, Patrick Williams. Um, they have a solid team, Caruso. My stock like, for Ioto Somu, and we'll talk about it later. Oh, but yeah. It's, it's I, I bought it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been a solid player this year too. Out of, out of Illinois, Big Ten. Um, so yeah, I mean they're a good team, but like you said, they can't beat the best of the best, and I don't see them doing that going forward in the playoffs. So I mean, I'd say their first or second round exits at best. Yeah, I think they're not ready yet. Um, it's just it's interesting because look at the emergence of DeRozan. You know, he's, he went from All Star level to superstar level with coming to Chicago and everyone questioned that move. And I think they're still going to make, you know, be top five seed in the playoffs, but I can't see them be number two. No, not ahead of the Bucks. The Bucks took care of them. Uh, DeRozan played well in that game, but like, I think the Bucks could have won by more than four. Like it's, it just felt like they were in control of that game. I didn't feel yeah, like they there were. Was... So I, I will, we'll see how more of their head heads go. But right now I, I won't say Cleveland should be ahead of them, but I think they'll finish very close together with the Bucks end up being on top. Them being at two yeah. right now, and only, and shocker, they're not had the heat because they lost the tiebreaker because they can't be good teams. My point, you know, continued. So, let's talk about the number one team here, the Miami Heat. This is a shocker to many. Looking, nobody really would have thought. I mean, they made some great acquisitions, but one seed, thirty-eight twenty-one. Jared, what do you think? Seeing them at the one seed at the break. I mean, you look at top teams like say. um, the Suns, they got Devin Booker, Chris Paul. They got a two-headed monster there. Then you look at, like, the Nets with Kevin Durant, the Bucks with Giannis. And then you look at the Heat, and it's like, is it Jimmy Butler? Is it Kyle Lowry? Is it Bam? Like, I'm not 100% sure, like, who's going to be their guy. Um, but, yeah, they do have – they have good players. It's just they're at the one seed right now, but um, things could change in the next few weeks. So I don't, I don't really know. Well, I'll tell you who their guy is. It's Kyle Guy out of Virginia. (laughs) He's on that team. Um, Yeah. Okay. I'm kidding. But uh, (laughs) yeah, it's interesting. Butler's kind of, you know, if you want to say has been their guy. Bam was out for a while. And then we saw Omar Yurtsevin step up and now he doesn't play. I mean, I'll live on with my case that. Well, because Bam was hurt. Yeah. now Now he doesn't even like, they gave Deadman all the minutes. So it's been interesting. Lowry, yeah. he played, he had interesting stretches out with personal, he had a personal matter he was taking care of, and now he's back. And so, mm-hmm. a little bit rusty, but now, you know, it's coming all back together for him. P.J. Tucker, you know, they, they, they have solid guys. Gabe Vincent, Max Struz. Um, it's, it's an interesting squad right now. I, I don't think this is a one-seed squad, but 
it's it's certainly a playoff squad looking at how their roster, but yeah, Jimmy yeah, Buckets definitely. for sure. <laughs> Waking up at five a.m. every day, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, <laughs> but he's I, I don't know where I'd put the Heat at the end of the year. I I don't think one seed is their spot. Jared, would you say still maybe top five? So sure. when my my predictions are kind of like I'd say I think the Bucks will be one. This mm-hmm. is what I'm thinking. I would put the 76ers at two. Then I would say the Heat would go on three. That's what I'm thinking right now. I think they'll end like the three seed. And then I'd say either the Bulls or the Cavs. I'd go Nets can four. Go Nets four if, if they get healthy. Can they make if that they right? get healthy. Look, they have 31. They're 31 and 28. I mean, I know there's like 22 games left, but like, yeah, they're only like, they're only four games back of the Cavs. They're not, they're not that far. I mean, the, the Celtics are looking good too, though. Right now, I mean, they're not like it's it's know. tough, you know. So yeah, you're right. Maybe yeah. So but, if the Nets don't get healthy, I would say he uh, Bulls or Cavs four or five. But if they are healthy, I'd put I'd put the Nets at four. That's fair. And then yeah. and like the rest would just be the way it is now. I think I'd think the the my predictions is that the Hawks will make it in and the um, Hornets will not make it in. But I don't know. You we'll got see. Wizards sneaking in or? No, I would I would say um the top four I said with the Nets had four, then I'd say Cavs. Um oh okay. I don't know who I said. I don't but, uh, Celtics I don't would see be in and Raptors any would be in. Of the teams that like I think the these ten teams are the ones making the playoffs. Because the Wizards, no, Knicks, no, Pacers, no, Pistons, no, and Magic, no. But the only exception I see would be um in the West, yep, where maybe like the Spurs, Spurs maybe with Dejounte Murray, in. yeah, I think yeah. they could they could easily sneak in there, and then of course we'll see. With I don't think I don't think the Pelicans will. I'll be honest, Kings no. maybe. I look, look, now? look where maybe. they are, um, but on any other team there, no, no, you know all these teams rebuilding. It's okay, but I, I don't see it. I, I think Trailblazers certainly are on the downfall right now, but. Um, briefly, we'll do awards here before we go. Um, we'll talk like it's pretty quick here. Rookie of the year. I go, you know, my, I'll, I'll give you a three guys, Jared, you, you tell me your rookie of the year. I'll do it. We'll do this for each award. Okay. Mobley Barnes Cunningham. Who's your rookie of the year right now? Mobley Mobley me. I think it's Barnes Barnes is second. I would say. And then Cunningham third. Good call. Um, I'll agree with you on that. Go bear. Adetokounmpo, Draymond Green, that is Defensive Player of the Year. Who are you taking? Green's been hurt. That's close. I'm uh, honestly, is it Giannis? It, it could it, be. But... It depends on how much we see Gobert play the rest of the yeah, year. He was hurt. That's what I'm thinking. He was out for a while. It's yeah. either, and Draymond's been hurt. This 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 stretch of him being out hurts his stock a lot. Giannis is the mm-hmm. only one who hasn't missed an extensive amount of time. I'll go. If I'll go Giannis, if Gobert misses more time. And then and if, I'll and go if, Gobert. if they're all healthy, I'd say Gobert. But if, like you said, Gobert misses time, yeah, I'd agree with that. Perfect. Most improved player, Ja, Miles, Ja Morant, Miles Bridges, Darius Garland. I'll give you five here. Dejounte Murray, and then Desmond Bain. This is close this year. Everyone, like all these guys, have made significant leaps. Yeah. Um, ja has went from like an all star to a superstar. So I mean, like he's. Yeah improved but like i don't know if you could give him most improved because he's he was already an all-star almost so like maybe general consensus but, um, thinks uh jaw like i mean looking at what analysts or the people have said I, they think jaw right now is a lock but okay i you know garland and bridges i think are and murray even 
are getting under like undervalued just because of how well Ja is done. I think Bridges, it gets closer. Miles. Bridges kind of yeah, Miles Bridges kind of started off amazing and he's kind of slumped he's a little of, bit. Yeah, but Garland for me is still Garland. Yeah, Garland yeah. and Murray I think are going to be. I think it'll go Ja, Murray, Garland maybe or Ja, Garland. I think Murray. it's just the jump from Ja being an All Star level player to like where he is now in like. MVP conversations. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I would, I mean, yes, he is the best player. So, like, if you're looking at that way, yes, for sure, he would, he would win it. Yeah. Yeah. And then here's, okay, six man of the year. This is an interesting one. There's a lot of guys in here. I'll, I'll throw, yeah. I'm going to throw a big pool of guys in here. Okay. And no pun intended because uh, first yeah, time I throw is Jordan yeah. Poole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I, I love my puns today. Uh, Cam Johnson, Montrez Harrell. Patty Mills, Jalen Brunson, Kelly Oubre Jr., Kevin Love, and then uh, the one, you know, I'll throw Tyler Hero. You know, that probably everyone's favorite with him averaging. He's averaging the most points off the bench for any player. Yeah. Off the bench. So he's. What do you think? Uh, top two, Hero and Jordan Poole. Probably. Um, right now, I uh, it's close. I. Earlier I'm going hero. Year, yeah, Jordan Poole was starting a lot of the games. Um that's, Thompson. That's, that's being hard. Yeah. I would I would say right now hero, but um I mean I don't know if that's gonna change. It's just yeah. he's been the best player. Yeah, and like usually he actually comes off the it helps out, but he gets started minutes off the bench. So again, that's gonna help his yeah. case. But Brunson, we've seen start. I, I gotta cross him out. Ubre, we've seen start a lot. I gotta cross him out. Mills, we've seen him start a lot because now Kyrie kind of starts. So yeah. I all three of those guys. So my my top three is gonna go hero love pool is how I will okay. do it. Kevin Love has been having a really good year, so I could yeah you, yeah you can you can make that argument. All right, coach of the year, Monty Williams, Taylor Jenkins, he's from the Grizzlies, Bickerstaff of the Cavs, Billy Donovan, Eric, and then he's he's at the uh, Bulls right now. Eric Bolstra Heat, and Ty Lue, Doc Rivers, Steve Kerr, Nick Nurse. And then Frank Vogel. Just kidding. Um, I mean Monte Williams, the, the Suns have are an amazing team, but like they were good last year too. Uh I like looking at a team that was like an eight seed last year and now the three seed, like the Grizzlies, or um just a team that was was like obviously it's not just the coach that does it, but like um the players on the team. I could still see like uh I mean, Steve Kerr, they were, they weren't even in the playoffs last year, but now they're the two seed a player like Steve, a coach like Steve Kerr or Williams winning it. So I don't know. It's really close for me. I'm going Bickerstaff sticking with it. That Cavs okay. team. It's impressive. We'll look at the roster and then you, you still have to, you know, give Monty Williams love, but look, they, they were, they were dominant last year. I want mm-hmm. I, I saw like, I like seeing these other teams kind of step up. Uh, last yeah, like award, I said, it's, it's it's nice to see a team that was not nearly as good as they are this year when it like now they're like like the Cavs are the what three four seed right now mm-hmm. three seed, four seed yeah MVP. All I right, I'll, I'll we throw. We can all agree on that one. I'll I'll <laughs> just give three names, but we got to give other yeah. guys love: Curry, Booker, Young, Morant, DeRozan. Throw those guys, mm-hmm. whatever. Okay, Joel Embiid, Jokic, Kumo. I think it's that order right now. You think so? Yeah, I think it goes Embiid, Jokic, Antetokounmpo. Oh, okay. So Embiid number one. 
Yes, we can agree on that. You think Embiid is the MVP? I think I think Giannis is slightly above Jokic right now. It, well, and the reason I like to look at player efficiency rating, Jared, and okay. looking at the leaders right now of player efficiency rating, I believe it goes in actually that very order. Um, it's loading right now, and that's usually it's been actually kind of a way to tell um, yeah. who's who wins the MVP, which has been interesting. Like it's literally been like that. Like it, it spoke like the MVP winners the last few years mm-hmm. and hold on. I'm pulling them up right now. And actually my apologies. It's actually Jokic uh, on the Kumbo Embiid right now. So that yeah, actually kind of goes indifferent, but what I said, but <clears throat> that's his, that's his argument. Jokic is it's like his efficiency is unreal. It's like the best it's like ever been in however many years. So like that makes sense that he's like top, but I would say top five for me would be in that order. I would have Embiid one, you know, um, Giannis two, Jokic three. I'd say DeRozan is four, and then John Morant is five. Only because Curry, if we're talking two months ago or a month ago, Curry is by far number one, but he fell off so far. He's like seventh, eighth. He's way out of there now. So I'd say that that's my top five. That's fair. Um, And I was just looking through on the player. It's predicted the last three MVP award winners. So when I talk about it predicting, it's predicted the last three. And that helps that it's been predominantly big men who win it. And look, top three guys right now you could qualify as you know played the center position so right now you are going the way you are and i you still got Embiid. we agree Embiid, right yeah so we'll stick with that and not to give Giannis love i think potentially a big second half run if they when the bucks improve i think he'll sneak for me into number two but looking at first half the year i still want Mm -hmm. to put Jokic in there just because look jamal murray's been out and they still are where they are that's a good point but they are the only argument i mean even with the bucks they are like the five seed so like but the east is a lot more a lot closer than the west like the west has better teams yeah the suns are unreal right now so like no one's going to catch the suns unless it's like the warriors but yeah i I, we can all agree probably in beats number one and then Jokic is having an amazing year but both both guys are you know with yeah yeah yeah, i know what i'm saying so at the end that looks pretty good for the awards and you know, if Giannis can't win the MVP every year, even it helps he his resume. I mean, even though he could, he really yeah. could. But yeah, yeah, that kind of wraps up our midseason thing. We're looking forward to the second half. Jared, with that, you got anything else? I think that's all. It. That's it. Um, yeah, second half is starting soon, so look, look forward to that and more episodes, like you said, in the future. Perfect. Yeah. So with that, thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Jordan Drew, the Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.